Podcast episode 36. It's a July afternoon, summer. I'm here with my co host, Michael. Hi, we're at a dog park. You can see those dogs digging right there. We got some uh, not so charming looking people. We're in a dog park. Michael's not feeling the be- at his best right now. I'm a cripple. You are not a cripple. On my show, I cannot turn my head. I cannot turn my head, and I'm on two different kinds of drugs right now, and I feel half alive. Is it still going? Yeah. Oh shit. You have a dog on the table here. Dog on the table yeah. just been attacked. <laughs> Yeah, so we were talking, we were trying to podcast right now, and a pimple just leaped on this table. Yeah. Just, uh, I guess we should clarify that we are not recording in an actual dog park. We are in, in a normal park. And that has a dog park. Yeah, but okay. We are, so the park, we wanted to record outside in the park today because it's outside. Inside, it's really stuffy and hot. So we went to the park. It's a nightmare of families having their, like, Saturday day birthday parties, children everywhere. And the only lone bench in the park is in the dog closed off section. So I was like, I don't know. And then Michael was like, come on, let's do it. And I'm like, uh, I don't there's gonna be dogs everywhere. They might like start barking at us, be like, let's go. So we went and that happened. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> you seemed like you were a little frightened right now. No, I was not frightened. But yeah, so uh, I'm back, back from Texas. Uh, yes, so yeah. if listeners remember, last time Michael was a guest on the show, it was on the eve of him leaving California to move to Texas, 
Love it, Texas. I don't think it was on the eve, though. Was it? Well, close. It was close. Close. Leaving to Texas for, you know, a better way of life. I guess. New opportunities. You know, new types of food, new types of women. You know, just everything new. Life was pretty good. Three months later, you're back. Two months. It's been just a little over two Not months. even three months. Not even three months. Not two even months. three months. I don't want to be back. It's my shitty roommate brought bed bugs, and I cannot stay in a place with bed bugs. Now, before we get to that, let me just say, we had a lot of goodbye things for you. We had a goodbye family dinner. I took you out for drinks. We had a goodbye meal. We had that final night in downtown going for drinks. You know... To come back after only two months, you know, I feel like kind of go, go a night out, in a way. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I would never have come back. It was the bed bugs. Like, your life was going so good over there. It was so good. Tell us about Lubbock, Texas. The landscape is very disgusting. The landscape is very disgusting. And, uh, you know, there isn't, like, a, a lot to do. But the people are so chilled back. And I feel like I got in so much just from being around them. I feel like I'm a less judgmental person. I feel like I'm a better person for living there. And it's just not like all this LA bullshit. Like over here, everybody looks a little defeated. Everybody looks a little tired, a little angry, a little aggravated all the time. And you know, after like just a month, I was finding myself just you know, changing up, you know? It's funny because <laughs> you said you had your less judgmental because we just spent like the last hour at the mall just judging everybody there. And you know, um, I had so you came back this week to California. Back, yes. I had quite the eventful week myself. I started a new job. So I've heard. Yes, and you know, it's a good job. It's I work with cool people. It's right by the beach, uh-huh. which I have to say, I think that's I think that's where you got the whole California vibe wrong because being in Venice all week, everyone's smiling, everyone's like just chill, and like I told you earlier, like if I could just live out there. I would be in this fantasy bubble all the time because I'd be at a job where I do what I love to do and then I'd walk out in this in this world where everyone's just happy, laying, sleeping on the grass. Like, And that's why I'm kind of thinking, do I want to move back to Koreatown where I would see the grimy LA-ish stuff? But that is LA. Koreatown is LA. So do you think I should move into my, a happy bubble? Um, just shut myself off? To, I mean... I guess, but you're far away from everything once you're out there. But I'd be close to a lot of good stuff too. Like, I mean, just the idea of, like, you know, drinking at beach bars at night, on a summer night, come on. I think it's so rare that you're romanticizing it. I mean, it's not like an everyday thing to go to the beach. You've been doing it just this week. But once you live there and you're there for a while, you're going to, like, you know, it's going to become boring. It's going to be, you know, you're going to see all the negatives start coming around from around those corners, you know? I will admit that the, 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 the amount of tourism there is a little bit of annoying. A little kind of annoying. Yeah. Just, you know... Little too many people just taking up space, walking up, walking around on the bike lanes. But at the same time, at the beach, you're kind of all happy. You're kind of like, you know, don't worry about it. I'll ride around you. I'm not going to complain. Uh, I don't know. I, I just, the thing I, the thing when comparing this place to a place like Texas, I mean, the good thing about there is like, all right, over here, it kind of gets me mad. Like everyone's an artist. Everyone's aspiring to be like this like, you know, every I just can't stand it anymore. But you are an aspiring writer. You're one of them. You're one of us. Yeah. You but are what you hate. I, that's like the, I think that's the case with everyone. You know, you kind of hate yourself a little. <laughs> you know? But it's just nice. Like, like, over there, everyone has fire in their eyes. Nobody looks angry all the time. Okay, you called me a few weeks ago saying, yeah, I'm sitting in this Chinese restaurant. 
everyone's fat and everyone's just quiet. No one's talking to each other. I started talking on the phone to you and they all just started staring at me. That seemed like shoot me in the mouth. I do not want to be there. It seemed like a horrible place. I was in a bad part of town at that point because that's the part of town I used to work in. Tell me that. Tell me about that part of town. It was the north. It's just very dank, very, very uh, northern Lubbock. Desolate. Yeah. So there is a dead part of it. That sucks. There's two dead parts, but I was living in a better part and I worked in a very nice part. And, uh, you know, everyone's young because it's a college town, so and everyone's happy over there. They don't have to deal with, like, this L.A. bullshit, all the homeless people and shit. And, uh, you know, everyone looked very happy and very content, you know? And it seemed like just, like, a, like why? Why stress out about all this shit? Like, all this shit stacked up against you, like, like, like you know, chasing these uh, inevitables almost. Why worry about this? We just marry a over there, marry a beautiful woman get a cheap home because it's so cheap and just live like a good life in the nature you know go hunting or something just get this new piece of life why stress out in california where the economy's fucked up there's no money gas price you know how many gas was fucking 159 over there a gallon you know you're kind of being a bummer right now dude why i'm just saying you say so you came back to california you came back though why did you come back then because of the bed bugs because of joseph because of Joseph, <laughs> he was a pig to live with, and then Marcus's dying father, dying dad, who I called him. You're living with two friends, Joseph and Marcos. Yeah, Marcos, fucking great guy, taking care of his dying dad, who's living with his us. His dying stepdad. His dying dad. They don't call him stepdad. He's but it, it is his step. It's not his real dad. He took his last name. Wow. I mean, he doesn't know his real dad. This is like the dad he knows. I'm like, you know, dying dad was a drag. He was negative. He was just, he would just like, he would never went out. He was, he was describe this, this, I mean, he's dying. He's dying of what? Diabetes, cancer? Diabetes and like a failed kidney or something. Like he drunk, he lost his pinky toe. He lost four, six toes. He lost six toes. You know, he just stumbles around the house all day. Playing Mexican music. Playing Mexican music, howling, singing along, walking in circles around the kitchen, literally. What did he watch on TV? Like Mexican soap operas. And I could never go into the living room because he was there. And I just didn't want to bother with him. I didn't want to, I don't want this person to talk to me. Like you're just annoying and you're bitter and you're angry and you ate my food. To clarify, Marcos himself, he's not Mexican. He's black. Yeah, he's black. Living with a dad straight up from Mexico. Yeah. And Joseph was the biggest problem. He was inconsiderate. You know, he was a terrible person. He didn't care about anyone else but himself. You know, and he was like a child. And uh, I was losing my shit, but I was like, my job was good. And I worked with like the most amazing people. You know, it was just a fun job every day. What was the job? Uh, we were in training. So we were in a classroom environment. So well, was what was much, the job going to be? It was uh, like like troubleshooting people's internet problems. Like someone would call in and say, oh, my internet's not working, blah, blah, blah. And we'd be like, uh, you know, oh, well. Just try turning off the modem and turning it back on, and it'll work. And then they do, they do that, you know. And they talk about like their AOL accounts and their Internet Explorers. And they're very old people from the East Coast. That's what called in, like old people from Boston and Rhode Island. So that was nice. It was a great job, and I met a lot of great people working there, which I was really sad to leave about that because I met some like new friends, and life was good, you know. And then Joseph brought the bed bugs, and we all know it's him because he said he had them before. And that was just the last straw, you know? I just couldn't do it anymore. Like, I won't live with bed bugs. That's a nightmare. Like, I won't do it. And so, you, when you told me you were coming back a few days ago, you, your tune was completely different. You, you sounded excited to be back in California. Well, now I'm on drugs. So. You, you said you were going to be like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it different this time. I'm going to try to be social. I'm going to go to meetups. 
I'm gonna be I'm gonna find the writers the writers like groups and like try to meet other writers and just get in that world and now you seem like you're back to the way you were before you left where you're just like fuck everyone I just want to get out of here no no I do want to get out of here but I'm gonna do that I'm just waiting for my my uh, my bad neck to recover like right now I'm, I'm on I'm on prescription meds and I'm like my like I feel really shitty right now so uh you know, you can't expect the, the, this positive person. One would say you're in the dark. You're in the darkness. I'm not in the darkness right now. I'm on drugs. I'm on prescription meds. I'm on a high dosage of ibuprofen, a high dosage of muscle relaxers that is making me feel really dizzy and tired. <laughs> you know. Let's stay quiet for one second. I want to record background noise if you remove it. It's getting windy. So let's just for like ten seconds. Well, that's a shame. It is. Back to me. Um, yeah, the best person. Let's hear about the best uh, person. Well, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm kind of the opposite. I'm loving being in my first California summer. And, you know, I missed three full summers of California summers. And I'm loving, I'm just totally loving being back. Um, my ear infection is going away. My hearing is coming back. Um, I'm loving that. You know, hanging out. Good times, you know, and this week I don't even have a worst human. I have a best human. Well, let's hear about the best human. I've been itching about this. So yesterday after work, I went to the beach. I went swimming. I went bicycle riding. Good, great times. I'm taking the bus back to downtown. Yeah. And pulling up was the rare young bus driver. Now, most bus drivers are old, morbidly obese, unattractive, defeated, you know, just a, all, just a mess of a man, a mess of a, or a mess of a woman, just horrible people. Our aunt, our aunt is a bus driver. Yes, and there you are. Some of them are nice, some of them, most of them are mean, but even the nice ones, they don't look that great. They don't look like, okay, I mean, here's the thing, bus drivers never look cool. Well, they're usually on the husky side. Yes. Always. Now, I think I mentioned this to Paige on, on an ep- like a few episodes ago of how, again, I was near the beach, and... I saw the first ever hot bus driver. Yeah. She was probably around my age, maybe a little bit older. She had tattoos on her arms. And I was like, wow. Like, I was blown away. I was like, wow. Like, I mean, she wasn't, like, amazingly mind-blowing hot. Yeah. But she was the first attractive, young, kind of, you know, cool bus driver that I, like, I, I could see her. She probably has, like, she probably has, like, you know, her social life is probably cool. It's probably, I w- I'd be into it. And this, this guy today, he was, like, the guy version of her. Pretty much. He was younger. He was, he was probably, he's definitely like younger than me. And uh, he just looked, he was super chipper. He's like, hey, welcome. Hey, hey, good afternoon. He was like really talking. And he had tats on his arm too. I could, like I said, I totally believe that he's in some band in Echo Park. By week two, he's going to be like yeah. just dead in the face. Just that's like, the book. Well, let's go. Well, first on. of all, so, so he's welcoming people on board. So, you know, a homeless person tried to cause trouble in the bus too. He's, he, like some homeless guy, you know, homeless shenanigans in the middle of the Always bus. on the he, bus. He's, he's randomly standing up. He's like, sir, it'd be a good idea if you sat down. And he wouldn't start, he wouldn't even start the bus. Sir, yeah, you should probably sit down. In the nicest way, and the, but and the homeless guy sat down. Oh, uh, I thought you said you said push the brakes and watch the homeless guy flop forward on his face. <laughs> that would have been great. Just laughing at him, but no. And um, 
yeah, he's just smiling at everyone coming in, you know. And then there's a, this one point that I really, that really, it, it made me smile. So this like this Mexican family comes in with a, you know, kind of a baby. Yeah. You know, there's always there's always a dumpy mother with a baby. Yeah. And she's holding the baby. The baby starts giggling. The bus driver literally turns around and smiles at the baby. Oh god. And then he's like, and then he turns back and keeps on driving. <laughs> and I'm like, and I, you know what? I'm gonna say that warmed my heart. I was like, wow, because you know, I'm on the bus and I'm just, I'm like, I was talking to a friend, and I'm just, I'm like, does this kid just shut up? But no, I was like, oh, this. You ever scowl at a baby? <laughs> you ever scowl at a baby? Wait, let's not get off subject here. Hold on, let me finish. So, you know, I got off. I told him, all right, man, have a good one. He's like, you too, you too, and okay. he drove off. And I'm like. I'm curious to see how he is in two months to see if this job is dead. Him. He's going to be broken. Like, what have I done? Or but the benefits. I can't let go of the benefits. Heavens no. Who knows, man? I don't know. Maybe he's doing this. I don't know. Have you ever scouted a baby, though? You like when a baby turns and he looks at you at a restaurant over your over his table? Do you ever like give him a dirty look? I hate that. Do you ever give him a dirty look? Like, like just, you know, dog the baby? Well, can we talk about that? I hate that. First of all, you know, when you're sitting in a restaurant, you're trying to eat. It's worse when you're with your, with, by yourself. Terrible. But, like, when you're with other people and there's, like, a baby or, you know, a, a toddler, like, five years old and younger. Worse when it's a toddler. And toddlers just, are even they worse. They turn around. They keep looking at you. And you kind of go, hey, hey, hey. And then they keep going. Or they kind of hide and they keep peeking up again. And it's like, it's cute. It's like, oh, you kind of laugh with them the first time, but they keep doing it the whole time. I tend to frown at babies. Like when I see like a mother carrying her baby over her shoulder in the market, and like, you know, she's in front of you walking and the baby's like looking at you all bewildered. I like, I just frown the fuck out of a baby. Like I'm like, fuck you, baby. I don't say, I like you, just baby. give them like the dirtiest, insane look. Like I'm going to hurt you, baby. You know, like if I get, I've had the power to give that baby a migraine for like 10 seconds. I'd be like, bam, <laughs> migraine baby. Just rolling around. Why would you want to cause that um, pain? <laughs> don't look at me, baby. <laughs> you just don't want a baby looking at you. Don't want a baby you, looking yeah, at you. Yeah, because adults don't look at any people. Don't look at people like point blank, just staring. Unless you're like crazy. Once if you, once if you're like, once you met this beautiful woman, and and she had like a a tramp stamp of like a baby crying out, like a realistic <laughs> baby crying out. Do you think you'd be able to like you know still make it with her? No, I cannot. Like, just imagine, like, the baby, you're, you're pumping her, and you see the baby up there looking at you. It's like <laughs> something like Tyler under uh, under the baby's face. It's just, like, crying out, oh, that's my son, Tyler. Well, first of all, I don't. I wouldn't even date a woman with a baby. Really? I would. That's that's kind of a deal breaker for me. Why if it was a woman with, like, a... a, a, a <laughs> I guess she, had to, she would have to be insanely hot. Like, There's a lot of insanely hot moms, I tell you. I guess so. Once you met an insanely hot girl, and she had an arm sleeve tattoo of just babies crying out, realistic baby faces all over her arm. You probably would not... Like flames surrounding I, the baby. I do not see us working out together. Really? Oh, that'd, that'd be, be awesome. Like someone who doesn't want to have a baby that badly. We were talking about this at work the other day. Like, baby, baby arm sleeves and shit. <laughs> this is a great, you know, got it, got it, you know. There's a lot of pregnant girls in Texas. Yet you have said to me a number of times that you want to have kids. I definitely do want to have kids, definitely. Definitely. Do I, you I want a baby in your life full time at some point. Yeah, sure. 
I mean, it's one of those things you, it's like, you know, you want to experience everything in life. I think that has to be like one of the greatest things you could do. You know, you raise this kid, you're, you know, you're, you, it's like you're like creating something that you're going to send out there. It's either going to fuck up or it's going to be like great, you know. I'd hate to have like a, a shitty child. <laughs> and you absolutely don't want them. No, I do not. I do, I do not like babies. Yeah, you know what's funny? I used to be ashamed to say that. Why? If I would be on a date with a girl, I'd be like, you know what? I don't want kids in it right now, but maybe in the future. But who am I kidding? I don't. I don't want, I don't see that. I want to do other things. I don't, I have no interest. I always say maybe in the future when I'm like old, old, I might want to adopt a 10 year old who needs a family. That might be cool, but definitely not babies. But I feel like, I feel like the reason you say that is because the bad reputation babies have in California. You know, like you see, so like if someone over here they have a baby, you're like their life is over, their life is over once they have that baby. Like, but like in Texas, like almost everyone had babies, and yeah, they still looked happy. They still looked like they were living life. It didn't look like the show was over yeah, yet. They, yeah, but you know, they, they live in their small little bubble world. Uh, you know what? I, you know, I, I'm gonna stay here. I don't want to live in Texas. I'm sorry to any listeners who are, are from Texas. I wouldn't want to live in you know the Bible Belt. I, mean, I don't. I don't want to live in a city where you know people proudly, you know, hoist up. I don't know. Do they have Confederate flags over there? I don't know. No. What do I know about Texas? They don't have it there. Maybe Austin would be the only place I would want to go. Maybe. I don't know. I, maybe Houston. Oh, there's a dog taking a shit right there. There is a dog taking a shit. Oh, it's just dangling. Oh, he's always struggling. He's panting with that shit. <laughs> it makes me wonder how it's going to be in Portland next week. Who knows? Who knows? That's going to be like the new frontier. You know, the north, the northwest. Are you excited? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's only be a few couple days, but... Um, You're going to have to go to a bar and just see what it's like. I'm going to be going to... There's going to be an after-zine party, though, a pizza party. Um, so I'm definitely going to go to that. Hopefully meet some cool people. Definitely want to check out the drinking scene. You definitely have to. You have to go to a bar and see what, like, the real Portlanders are all about. <laughs> or Oregoners. Whatever. I mean, that would be fucking awesome. Yeah, uh, definitely want to do that. And I don't know. There's, there's a, I know there's a, there's some maybe eat some food. I don't know. I don't know what kind of what kind of food is Portland famous for. It's just I don't think it's food famous for any food, is it? I know it's famous for beer. It's supposed to have really good craft beer there. Craft beer, dark cappuccino beer and shit. <laughs> just give me, just give me a Pabst Blue Ribbon. That's fine enough for me. I heard they hate. I, I from what I heard, like I'm reading like, Portland, like the Portland part of Reddit and stuff. Like they hate people from California, specifically Southern California. Well, Southern Californians, you have such a bad reputation. You know, everyone's all, "Oh, you're going back to California? Don't get shot." I'm like, that's interesting. Uh, any listeners in other states, like, are there? What are the perceptions of Southern California in those states? That would be a good question. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I felt like in Asia, most people liked the idea of Southern California. Like, oh, California. LA. Of course, because they they're not American. They have, like, this uh, grand vision of it. But other people I've met from other states, they say, oh, they, they think it's all Hollywood. They think it's really cool. They, they want it. They, they have good ideas about it. Yeah. Like, some, some guy I worked with, he was all, good luck going back over there. I couldn't stand it. I know the way the people are, and it's dirty. Well, it is, you know. At the end of the day, I'm just one of them. Well, though. you know, here's the thing, though. Yeah, the thing is, you can't. You know what? Maybe you don't like it here, but people do. I think everyone like is different. People like living in different places. Different places are perfect for them. I guess. I think it's very cold society. Like you know what? I couldn't handle Hong Kong anymore. 
but some Americans to go there, they love it. They revel in it. What couldn't you handle about it? Just too many fucking people. Too many people? Too many fucking people. Were they nice people, though? Not really. Okay, that's a problem. Like, I, I mean, I mean, I met a lot of nice people. I had nice friends there. But a lot of people were assholes. I mean, go back to those ep- those early episodes. Didn't yeah. I have? Wasn't my like frequency of worse humans? Wasn't it much more often than it is nowadays? Yeah. I have a worst human this week. You do? I do. Speaking well, of worst humans. Well, cuckoo doo. I was on the plane here. And those are the three worst plane rides of my life. Just full of turbulence, little small jets. Wait, so you had some transfers? I transferred from Lubbock to Houston, from Houston to Dallas, from Dallas to LA. And uh, all were bad, but the, particularly the one going to Houston. No, the one going to Dallas from from Houston to Dallas is really how long, bad. How long did you have between each transfer? An hour, okay, for each. And um, okay, so I fell asleep for most of the ride. Of the most of the ride from uh, Dallas to Houston, I was asleep, and I woke up. Oh, and here's a first. You know, you saw like the like the young bus drivers. Yeah, I saw the opposite. I saw a fat balding flight attendant. Here's our one flight attendant on the plane. So I woke up. I just because I woke up because the plane shook all wildly. I'm like, oh, what's going on? I just saw him run down, like run down the hall and strap himself. Waddle down the hall rather quickly, feverishly, and strap himself into his seat. And I was like, oh, what's going on? He's all, everybody, just put your seatbelts back on. There's gonna be some turbulence. I'm like, oh fuck. And and, uh, and I, but I felt very indifferent about it. I'm all like, like, like I just woke up. I was tired. I'm like, I guess we're gonna crash. You know. Was this a shitty plane though? Like, did the plane even have like movie screens? No, it was like a shitty little small plane where it's like, where it's only one row. It's two seats in one seat, like that. Okay. And I was sitting next to this uh, very erratic girl, and she was like holding onto her seat and everything. I'm like, oh fuck, she's annoying me. I'm not gonna say anything to her. So I'm like, okay, you know, I'm just gonna maybe if I act calm, she'll calm down. Like, you know, I'll console her. Uh, by acting very calm and nonchalant about this plane maybe crashing. Wait, so, what was she doing? She was like holding onto the seat and like, you know, like she her leg was like pinned up against mine. She was like, just like looking around out the window. She was touching your leg. Her leg was like oh. pinned up against mine. And like, it, was she young or old? She was young, but she was unattractive. She was thin, unattractive. Uh, man, I wouldn't. You know, you should have just like made it worse. Should have been like, I guess this is it. Oh, I like, oh, I see. It, like. <laughs> I see the surface coming up fast. Like, no. Like, I'm, I'm, my neck was hurting. I just was like, fuck this shit. Like, just crash already if we're going to crash. I literally did not care if we crashed or not at this point. I was very tired. Were, so there, other, were there other people panicking? Uh, babies were crying. And, like, people were, like, looking around. Babies. I sat right behind the baby. It was like, Aah! I was like, oh, so the fat flight attendant, like... Fat tenant, baby, he caused all this panic. Black girl going nuts. So I'm all, all right, you know what? I'm just going to be nonchalant. So I started yawning and I got my headphones and I was like looking, the plane just going up and down. Like, you know when it kind of like free falls and it goes back up? Yeah. It was like that. And we're like in a cloud because it's so damn cloudy in Texas. And eventually we landed and I was like, fuck, like, thank God. I, I sincerely thought the plane might have crashed. How was the plane food? There was no plane food. They just gave us like a soda. That was it. That was all we got. Oh. There was none. But yeah, so then the, the one from Lubbock to Dallas was a, also a lot of turbulence, but not that much. And the one from to California wasn't bad, but was that one, I was just Did tired. that one at least have movie screens? None of them had screens. None They're of them. all fairly small. What airlines did you fly? United Express. Oh, there you go. Well, I'm flying Alaska Air to Portland. Hopefully that should be nice. It should be. It's a longer plane ride. You know, bigger, the bigger the plane, the better you're going to get. It's a two-hour plane ride, so... Two and a half hours. Shit. It's not too bad. 
I love this kind of dog. There's a husky. Oh, a husky, a, a husky has approached us. Yeah. A husky has approached. I'm going to pet its back. Give it to me. <laughs> but yeah, like, if ever I get a dog, that's the kind of dog I'm going to get. Nice. Hey. Come on, little. But yeah, these ones are definitely the worst fights of my life this time. Didn't you take like, a long bus in Mexico before, too? Oh, the bus ride in Mexico from San Cristobal to Los Angeles. 73 hours on the bus. I wouldn't shit. I wouldn't piss. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't eat because I didn't want to shit or piss. And it, and it would just went on fucking forever. And then we were just there watching these Mexican movies. You know, I didn't talk because I didn't want anybody to think I spoke English because, uh, uh, you know, they're going to antagonize me. I just know it. Once, once I find, they find out. And uh, it was very, you know, just the longest bus ride of my life. We were in this place called uh, Salona. In that so place, so it's like Barcelona without the Barca. I guess something like that. I think I'm saying it wrong, but that little state just would not end. Like I'd wake up in the morning, I, I like we were there. It was like dusk. I looked out the window. I saw a license plate. It said Sonola. They all did. Then I went to bed. I woke up in the morning. I looked at the license plate. Still said Sonola. Uh, we're not leaving this place. Where are we? I don't even know where we are on the map. I'm just thinking like, all right, Mexico City. Like there was a stop in Mexico City, and then we just took off. And I'm all like, all right, Tijuana, you know. I'm just waiting, like, all right, so Mexico City's, like, somewhat way down from Tijuana. We have to be coming on this later. And the woman at the hostel, she's all, oh, you might be on there for 30 hours. Jesus I'm all like, 30 hours? That, that could do that. I could do a bus for 30 hours. Not the end of the world. You know, I was $20 short of buying a plane ticket at home. How much? 20 bucks short of buying a plane ticket. And now it's probably just a tax. You couldn't pay for the tax. Yeah. So I was like, fuck it, I'll take a bus. And, you know, I had high hopes. And, uh... You know, 30 hours passed, a day passed, two days passed, a whole other day after that passed. Still on the bus, going crazy, not speaking to anybody. I made a game out of killing mosquitoes because they'd fly on you and I'd just like kill them. I was like, how many mosquitoes could I kill? And I'd place some face, face their little bodies by the windowsill. Yeah. Madness, man. Fucking madness. I watched Plant the Apes though, that was good. In Spanish? No, that's Spanish subtitles, so it's in English. <laughs> You know, and, and know where the drop, bus dropped us off at? Where? Skid Row. Skid Row at night. I was like, oh, fuck. And I just got there and walked to the bus stop in so, LA and wait, took the bus home. So when did you do, like, the passport immigration stuff? They don't even, they don't give a fuck about passports over there. You show them your ID, flash it, they look at it, they let you in. When you get onto the bus? Or before? Or after, when you arrive in Skid Row? Oh, you get off at Tijuana. Oh, and then you get on, you get on something else. Yeah. Oh, okay. I felt sorry for the bus driver. He was like this nice man, and he was just he was just a lone driver for like two days straight before finally he got off. I want to go to Mexico. I want, I want to see the pyramids. Uh, they're nice. It's more nice if you go to like the really dingy bars. I love like we went to like some dirty places and it was amazing. The, the bars. bars are better than the pyramid, the Aztec pyramids. I don't care about all that shit. I just want to have I want to like know the people and like meet people and have like an amazing time. Like I went to this like I met this Mexican guy and this guy from Spain. And the Mexican guy had to translate the guy uh, translate what I said to the, so the guy in Spain could understand me. We all hung out one night. Went to the, How did you do that though? You could only speak English. Yeah, but the Mexican guy knew English and Spanish, so I'd tell Asta, I'd tell the Mexican guy things, and he'd tell the guy from Spain. The oh, guy I thought you, I thought you were in between them. No, no, and it was cool, like, uh, you know, like we went. So wait, so, wait, so, so, you were talking to the guy from Spain, but the only way to do that was to have the bilingual Mexican translate for you, yeah. for you too. Yeah, gotcha. 
Yeah. So, you know, we like I met them at the hostel, and this is Oaxaca. And Oaxaca is an amazing fucking town. Love it. Oaxaca? Oaxaca. 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 Like OXA, some shit like that. Anyway, so yeah, we met up, and he's uh, the Mexican guy. He's cool. Cool guy, married with a kid now. And, and he's like, I take you to some nice places, man. I'm like, cool, you know? I'm like, cool, dude. And he's like, I see you some crazy bars. So I did this shitty bar. It was really crazy. They're How like, was it crazy? It was just like the, the people there, like guy with eye patch, like glaring at you. They're playing some like weird music. It's all dark in there. It's like a, it's like a King Eddie saloon, but like very criminal. Or bar bar. Like a bar bar type of thing, <laughs> you know? And, um... Just outside of Las Vegas. And then we went to this other bar and it was dead. And he's like, let's go get ladies. I'm feeling nervous now. Like, I don't want to get strip. I don't want to get bored. But, but what he meant by that was just like going to a strip club. So we went to a strip club and like really, like a really fucking weird strip club, dude. Like they have rooms up there. People would go and fuck the strippers. I didn't fuck a stripper. And, but I got a lap dance in front of like everyone in the fucking place. Like they didn't take you to a back room to give you a lap dance. They just give you a lap dance right there on the floor. And I got this really voluptuous woman and she was very cute. You know? and, and Did she smell? No, she didn't smell. She smelled very nice. And like I was like getting a lap dance. She was like rubbing her ass on my face and shit. And the Mexican guy next to me is just like nodding. <laughs> like he salutes his beer to me. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> like this is happening to me. And then... um Suddenly, like, you hear, like, some commotions in the back, and Spanish guy comes out of, out of the back, and, like, uh, the boss is yelling at him. I'm like, holy shit, what's gonna happen? And Mexican guy runs over there, and I'm like, oh, jeez. I, like, follow up, and I follow Mexican guy. He's like, oh, like, speaking Spanish, no, no, the ghost, no, I'm And I'm like, holy shit. And they throw us out. <laughs> so what did the guy from Spain do? I don't know, he tried to fuck one of the girls, and he wasn't gonna pay her afterwards or something. Wow. This guy from Spain is crazy, man. I, I do not know. I never it. heard this story from Mexico of all these, after all these years. No one ever asked is. <laughs> no one ever asked about these stories. You know, I mean, that a lot of sh- cool shit happened in Mexico. That was a place that changed my life, I can honestly say so. All right, so what was the probably the craziest thing that happened over there? That's where I found out about Aliyah. I met a Jewish guy. He told me about Aliyah. That's not that's, the craziest thing. That's how thing. I ended up in Israel. That's the best thing that came out of Mexico. Yeah. I could say generally one of the best things in my worst, life. There. What's the worst thing? The bus ride. Oh, so you told every story then. No, because the Mexican guy left. A, le, the Mexican guy, I was leaving there and I was going to go somewhere else. The Mexican guy invited me to go to a beach with him. He's like, we go to Zipilote. Come with us. And I'm like, all right. Was it really called Zipilote? Some shit like that. It was in Oaxaca, way down in jungles where there's like native people, like not Spanish people, but like native, like Indian motherfuckers. And, and, uh, and uh, I remember I pulled up to a village and I was an asshole back then. Like we pulled up to this village and they're like, what year, what year was this? So the people 2011, I believe. Right, so it's quite a long time ago. Yeah. We pulled to this small village. And I was very paranoid because I didn't know this Mexican guy. I, like, met him the night before. Now I'm on a six-hour car ride with him through the jungle. Like, he, this guy, it is kind of weird. Like, how does he have all this free time just to be, like... Oh, he was on vacation. Oh, uh, okay. from Mexico City. So, um, I, I was like, all right. And he's like, I stopped and get cigarettes. And we stopped at a side little kiosk and he went in there. I was in there. I checked the glove compartment under the seats. I was like, I hope this guy doesn't have a gun. hope he's not trying to kill me. And, uh, <laughs> and you know... Then we went to the beach and we met all these cool people. Amazing time at the beach. There's like this lightning storm where lightning was going into the ocean like every five seconds counted. And um, that, there's a pizza place over there. So cheap. Like like uh, 
guy from Italy just went there and stayed there. Guy from Canada just ended up there and opened up his own bar with a thousand dollars. Like shit, like it's like this kind of place you go and you just never leave, you know. In uh, Mexico, it's almost like Thailand in a way where people just end up there. Yeah, it's like this nowhere, nowhere part of Mexico. But what I was going to say was we stopped in this little village full of Indians and they were like looking at us like shocked like they've never seen a human being before. I'm like, hey guys, they all looked at me, I'm like, anyone know any English? And they just like looked at us like crazy, they were just drove away. <laughs> what do you mean a village, like huts? Yeah, like almost huts. Like little shitty nothing little places like these people aren't getting educations. <laughs> I mean, they probably, you know, their educations is different than ours. I mean, uh, I would call them... You know, they probably not a fish and hunt. True, yeah. But yeah, we went over there and uh, went over there. And then we went to, a San, I went to San Cristobal. I eventually like went my separate ways. I went to this amazing, interest. it's like one of the only things that, that I found really interesting, more than some of the pyramids. I went to this, in the San Cristobal, it's in Chiapas. It's like full of native people. It's like very Indian. Like, you know, they have their hair in braids. They wear like Indian clothes. They have like a little baby on their back. You know, in the baby backpack thing. Boobs hanging out. Boobs hanging out. Saw some boobs. Saw some Indian boobage. Was not attractive, though. Oh, yeah. That's like National Geographic boobage. Yeah, it's like really out there. It's this very interesting, weird town. And uh, they have a church out there where you're not allowed to take pictures, but I did anyway. And um, it's a church that mixes up, like, Catholicism with Aztec gods. So you go in there and they have like a Jesus, like a green weird Jesus, and they have like all these Aztec gods, and people are just sacrificing like baby goats and chickens on the hay. The floor is just a bunch of hay. Really weird shit, man. And I remember just like thinking like, oh, these uncivilized people. <laughs> it just sounds really bad now. I was really young back then. But yeah, it was really interesting, and then, you know, from there I just took the long way home. Skid Row bus. Oh, you booked that trip like one way, right? And you said you were going to figure out how to get home later. I was just going to, I had this whole idea because I dropped out of college and I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. And uh, I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll just go to Mexico and see what it's all about. Settle out there and marry some squaw. My exact words to like everyone. I'm just going to go out there and marry a squaw. Stay over there. And, um, you know, then I met the Jewish guy. He told me about Aliyah and that gave me like a reason to go back to LA. Because at that point, at 21, 22, I think it was 22, I didn't really know what I wanted to do with my life. I really had, like, no plans. I know I wanted to write, but, like, I thought, like, I could get some good writing done in Mexico, you know? You know, that's actually a good way to travel, though. Yeah. Like, if you have, like, you know, just, if you don't know how much long you want to stay, just, you know, do a one-way flight. If you have the time, you could do it, and then yeah. stay out there when you're ready to go. Just figure out figure out a way home. Yeah. You don't, have, you don't have to worry about, oh, I got to be here on this date. Mexico City was a pretty interesting place. It was very weird. It, I, that's like the, one of the most... It's an odd place, Mexico. It's like no other place I've ever been, really, to be honest. Do you ever want to go back? I would love to go back, but I just don't see it happening anytime soon. I don't know. Like, I saw it. I've done it. I wanted to go to this town of witches. I forgot the name of it. It's a town like made of like black voodoo, and that's like it's an ocean town down south. That sounds awesome. Yeah, like I just you, know, you can find a lot of crazy stuff. The women are really beautiful. Things you never hear of, huh? Like all we hear in California, all we hear about is Tijuana, pretty much. I would love to just go to Tijuana and have like a wild time, you know? Is it really that wild? All I know is you get good border hot dogs there, and it's pretty much. I don't. I'm sure they have some crazy parties, man. Maybe. I don't think there's anything really to see like touristy there, but like. I don't know. I don't really go to places to have, like, touristy times. I think the most important thing is, like, meeting the people. Like, meeting the food. 
the food is good too, but like meeting the people, meeting the, that's what I try to do. Always meet the locals. This is like couch surfing is great. I love couch surfing, you know? Couch surfing is like, that's my way of traveling now. Like, fuck hostels. The thing is, I'm gonna couch surf. I don't know, for me, couch surfing, for an introverted part, well, you get to know people on a very intimate level. Yeah, but this is like, at least with a hostel, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm you, you, you have to admit, in a hostel, you have a better chance of meeting people than in hotels. Yeah. But if you don't want to talk to anyone, you could also go get away. Where I feel like couch surfing, you're just going to be with this person. What if this person is an asshole? Well, I mean, chances are they're not. They're inviting people into their home. But at the same time, it's like, what if you just want to be alone? Just go for the hot chick. Huh? Every time I try to go on couch surfing, I go for the hot chick. And when hot chicks don't reply, just go down, go to like the cool guys. Like, this guy would be a cool guy to party with. They just eventually just go down to like. Did you do the couch surfing? You have to pay like 25 bucks, right, to sign up or something? No, it's free. I, free. Really? I got a shit ton of good reviews because all my friends in Israel were into couch surfing. Oh, okay, you gotta show me that website. Yeah, it's a beautiful website. I could have probably done that for Portland and saved a lot of money. Yeah, you probably still could. When do you leave? Well, I already booked a hotel and everything. Oh, yeah, well, fuck that then. Flight? Flight and hotel combined, like 400 something bucks. Hotels are nice. Oh, it's a motel, it's not even a real hotel. But it's just nice having that, like, alone space. Like, you could do anything. It's great. You could destroy it if you want. <laughs> like, like I, I don't even care about hostels anymore. Like, working at the hostel turned me off to ever wanting to stay at a hostel. Because you just hear the same drab bullshit every time. Where are you from? Where are you from? Every day. People would ask you where you're from multiple times a day. Where are you from? In Israel, everyone's always talking about Palestine. You're, you're referencing because you used to work at a hostel in Israel. Yeah. Yeah, I used in to work Tel- at a hostel in Tel- Israel. Tel-, Tel Aviv. Yeah. And the people would always talk about the same shit. Oh, you're going to Petra? Oh, Jordan. Oh, I might go to Sinai. Oh, how about, how do you feel about Palestine? You know, at one point though, all those places were really big for you too. They were, but once you're there and it's like you know it and it's home, it's like you don't want to hear about this. Like, we're, like I started lying to people. You know, I'm other, I told this French girl, she's like, where are you from? I'm, I'm from Antarctica. <laughs> you know? And she was like, really? I'm all like, yeah, I come from a very small Jewish community in Antarctica. So, well, it's, the winters there are terrible. You know? <laughs> the winters are especially bad. Yeah, they be telling people all like, you know, I think I can live in Antarctica someday because, you know, there's a Jewish community out there. We're very oppressed. <laughs> Do you think waddling and walking are the same things? <laughs> like, is there a difference? Like, does someone, like, walk to work if they're waddling? Or are they waddling to work? Just waddling. So, you know, why don't they say, like, uh, you know, oh, oh that was, I, I waddled to work today. It was very... But people are usually ashamed of waddling. Yeah, I think I think the waddlers. I think social media, not social media. I think like pop culture is overlooking the waddlers, and they're not getting any attention. You know, like like you have a walk to remember. Why don't you have a waddle to remember? You know, I think that would be perceived as a comedy. Instead of walk this way, waddle this way. Waddle this way. Are there many people waddling around here? I'm sure. You know, you could just. You just waddle right out that door, oh, young man. Dogs chasing each other. Just waddle right out that door. All right, guys, uh, you can drop me off right here. I'll waddle the rest of the way. I feel like we didn't talk enough about Texas, though. We, like, I feel like that was a significant time where, like, I've, I've come across some nice things about myself. And uh, I don't hate fat people anymore. I can, I can honestly say that. Don't hate fat people. Uh, and, uh... I feel like I know for sure now. Like, I am definitely an extroverted person. Like, I am not at all introverted. How do you, how did you realize that? 
Because I just like being around a lot of people and I don't like being alone. <laughs> I hate being alone. Like, it's great like when you could choose to be alone, but like I can't stand being alone. Like, like I mean, I've always done this about you because like if you don't go out for a whole week, you, you're losing your mind. And I, like, I mean, not going outside, but if you if you don't go out to like out with friends for uh, not even a week, maybe if it's like if you don't go out every three days, you start losing your mind. Yeah, like I need to be. I I like and I don't like phony friendships. I like very intense and very close friendships. And, and I think the most, like, you know, I, when I was working, I worked with these two 18-year-old girls, which were, they were really nice. They were really cool people. Were they hot? They're very pretty, both of them. And, uh, you know, I found myself just, like, wanting to, like, inspire them. And I, I generally hoping that they have great lives. I never felt anything like that for people here in California. Like, I could name my friends here in California. And generally, I don't really hope for them to have great lives. I don't hope for them to have bad lives, but I just don't care, you know? Like, over there, I'm like, you know, I wish, like, I could just, like, give them good lives. And I think that's the thing that matters the most. Is so long as I could have someone recognize their potential and see how, how much they could do with themselves, and that's the most important thing I could ever do. Just, like, letting people know, like, that they could do anything they want. And that, like, anything's possible. Wasted and nobody's stuck. Wasted potential is depressing. Yeah. I mean, we were just yeah. talking about our cousin who got married. Yeah. What a fuck. What a oh. fucking mess of a man. What a mess of... He's lost his voice. He lost his smile, or should I say. Yeah. 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 Like, our cousin, he's like a year older than me. A year older than me? Two yeah. years older than me? He got married almost 10 years ago. Almost 10 years ago. Yeah. You know, we were, we were, you know, we were kids. Yeah. We were pretty much, you know, we were like, why? We, I remember thinking, like, why am I at a wedding? What the hell is this? And he married, our cousin, he married his high school girlfriend, I guess, uh, maybe. This really I don't remember, chick. I don't even remember where she came from. She just kind of came. She took him out, took him out of the city, brought, took him all the way out to like the nowhere land. The Inland Empire. The Inland Empire, yeah. which is like the worst place to be. I've talked shit about it on the podcast before. Um, you know, if you're from there, don't even listen to this podcast. I don't want you listening to this podcast. I don't want you. Just I don't want you as a fan. Or we'll get out of there because why are you there? Just find a good highway and run into that traffic. <laughs> run into it. And he's out there because you're. Sad. I remember when I was in high school and he used to talk a lot. I used we used to talk about things. Yeah. Now I can either attribute that I've changed so much since we used to be close, or is it that just his soul died? I think his soul just died. He doesn't even look anyone in the eyes anymore. Because other cousins I have, I've still talk. I have conversations still. And I don't want to attribute that to marriage. I don't want to. I don't want to say that like married life killed him he just well, it did but he just married a sh- bad I think he just married a, the wrong human that's what he did he just married the wrong person unless you know but the, the other point I said earlier was that maybe there wasn't just much to him <laughs> yeah, that's a possibility when you're young you don't really see people in this in this light oh fuck I went to the worst 4th of July party of my life Joseph shot a girl in the face with a firework what we went to this party and it was a college party and I, Marco said, oh, we're going to go to a party. I was like, okay, cool. Like, this could be cool. You know, 4th of July, Texas, you imagine it's going to be pretty awesome. These kids just brought, like, some fireworks. They're, like, all 21 college students. And they're like, oh, I just started drinking last week. And I got this bottle of, of Crown. It was really good. And they took, like, one drink. And me and Joseph drank the whole fucking thing. We got wasted. We started fucking with the fireworks. They're like, you know, just, like, they're just shitty people like very cautious very shitty people they're like no make sure you're out in the street or you're playing with those and you know they didn't like us right off the bat because i said something like oh i remember i used to get those uh what are those fireworks called that explode in the sky skyrockets 
the big ones that they use in professional shows? Skyrockets. Okay, so I'm like, oh, I remember I turned a, side, a, a skyrocket on inside it, shot down the street. Like this guy, like this very Texas-y guy with a, with a hat, baseball cap on, just shook his head like this. He shook his head like the lightest, the lightest shake. <laughs> Judging. Yeah, just just judging the shit out of me. And then Joseph, I guess he was inspired by he, that tale. He, 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 this was someone he like he saw he looked at you. He he saw what your deal was. <laughs> yeah, he automatically saw my bullshit and, and wasn't having it. <laughs> he saw what you are. He just hated your whole deal. I was already stoned as shit when I went to the party. I was like stoned. I was like, hey guys, nice to meet you. You know, really stoned, feeling all fucked up. And these guys are just like the cautious, uptight bastards. And you know, they were probably seeing like you're ta- you're saying you hate Californians. He probably saying like this is some asshole, asshole Californians coming. They in. didn't know I was from California. I didn't even tell them. Oh, okay, and. uh you know, just what one of them was like huddled in the fireplace. This other guy was like, you know, he was paying like father to everyone, like make sure you don't do this, make sure you don't do that. There's These pizza are, there. They're like all, around your age. They're 21. They're like uh, five years younger than me, at least. Then like like he like there's a pizza box there. I'm like, oh, can I have a slice of pizza? He's like, no, really, we're not supposed to be eating this pizza. And he was eating a slice of the pizza. I was like you're a dick. Like I wanted that pizza. You should have just got it. Fuck him. I was going to do that when they were all outside. You shouldn't have even asked. Got it. It's not my house. I can't do that. And like they were just... Anyway, Joseph got got a skyrocket. And he placed it on the floor. You know you're supposed to put it in the tube and it shoots up? A bottle rocket. Like the movie. Yeah. He just put it on the floor. And like we're all just waiting. He's all... You see him run. I'm like, holy shit. What do you do? And bam! That shit just blows up. Like a fireball shoots past my face. Hits this woman in the face. Ow! Oh, and just all oh, oh, everyone's like shocked. Oh my god, they're all like rushing with her, and she's like, Oh, it hurts. And her boyfriend's all, Does it still hurt, babe? Are you all right? And then he's all, That was really stupid, man. That was really stupid. I don't know why you did that. And Joseph's all, I'm sorry. You know what? I imagine him, I imagine his voice being the same voice from um, the, the co host of next weekend show. I imagine him sounding like Blake, he sounded like Brian. Oh really? From nice man. That's who he sounded like. Nice man. Because when I heard his when I heard his voice, I was like, that probably sounds familiar. He sounded exactly like Brian. And he looked like a Brian. And then he was like, that's really stupid, man. That's really stupid. I was like, oh fucking Joseph, you're fucked up. You're fucked up, Joseph. And everyone's just taming up on Joseph. Then when he was gone, like he went to the house to take a piss, and everyone was talking shit about him on the on the, on the front lawn. Everyone was talking shit about him. I was quiet. They're all like, oh that Asian, that wild Asian, you know. He did this. <laughs> An hour later, does it still hurt? Yeah, a little. Like she was just a pussy too. She was a fucking bitch. She just couldn't like. She just couldn't like play it out nicely. She had to like play the pity victim. She just couldn't be like, oh fuck, you got me in the fucking face. Or she couldn't even be like, fuck you, asshole, get out of this party. Yeah, she was just like, oh, she was playing like the dainty like country sweetheart. So that, like, would it have been better if she would have just raged on Joseph's ass and kicked him out? But yeah. that even instead she was kind of like the. Like, oh, she's a Mary Huff. Like, That's what she a was. Mary Huff. She was a Mary like, Huff. Mary. Like a pity fucking seeking. Mary Huff is an old friend who is just a terrible person. Worst human. Her and her boyfriend. Oh, her, her ex. Her, one of your old friends, Daniel. Yeah. Like, which, you know, it's, they kind of, they kind of, they're kind of pity seekers. Daniel had potential to be a decent human. She, like, she, like, dragged him to hell. What, exactly what her cousin. Same thing, almost. Maybe even worse. worse. He had more potential. <laughs> yeah, I know definitely had more potential. He was a great actor. <laughs> and now it's gone. It's all over now. He's, they're both fat now. They're, she's fat too? I saw pictures of them. They're both fat. Yeah, you know, she, she used to have a decent body. She had a lazy, decent. She had a, well, like, I mean, she wasn't fit. But, she, you know, she had a nice. 
her ass wasn't so bad. <laughs> it wasn't phenomenal or anything, but it was an okay. And, um, I hated who she was. Like, never liked her. She got punched in the face in a mosh pit, and I, I was joy. Like, I <laughs> the Captain it. Ahab show? It was not a punk show that we went to. I still can't believe you invited them to the final Ahab show. Like, they, someone who did, never appreciated that music, someone fucking... Daniel always talking about the Beatles at the Snow Show. Like, who gives a fuck? Why are you Why are you talking about the Beatles? I like adding. I like a big group. I like adding a big group. Yeah. Mutually awkward podcast episode thirty six, I believe. Thirty six. Uh, I might. I might either call. What did I say I was going to call it? A dog shit. Either dog shit or bottle rocket in the face. Bottle rocket in the face. Or fakes bottle rocket. Something like that's. A, that's a great way. That's a great story. Um, we'll see. Um, you know, we're not going to have an episode next week because I'm going to be at the Port- Portland Zine Symposium. Mm-hmm. Um, there should be some good stories about that when I come back. Paige will be back next week or in two weeks. Uh, Michael, you'll be back at some point on the show. Uh, probably. Yeah, you know. Any comments or questions about this podcast or any in general, you know, email us at mutuallyawkward at gmail.com or um, at mutuallyawkward at tumblr.com. Uh, Michael, any final words? South Africa. You didn't say South Africa on the list of English-speaking countries, and it bugged the fuck out what, of me. last episode? Yeah. You said all these countries, and Miss South Africa, such a big one, too. And that's it. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, you've been writing me on that. Okay, fine. You know, Paige and I forgot South Africa. They speak English over there. First language. You no, know, I know. Okay, I had a co-worker straight from South Africa. So, I know, okay, so, you know, it just slipped my mind. Sorry, people from South Africa. If I ever go, if, if I ever go to South Africa, it'll be a convenient country along with the others because they already speak English. Yeah. So there. I just gotta stand up for the South Africans. Oh shit! But that was I was all pissing on my leg. It was just my cup. Oh over. God. Um. Yeah. So you know, guys, keep it awkward and proud. Awkward.